0: The CEO Diaries, powered by Harper Ellis Hair Co. Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of the CEO Diaries, but it's actually the last one of this season. And so I'm really excited because I feel like this season has been really great, but we're ready to move on to bigger and better things. This season was meant for you guys to get to know me more, get to know my team more. And that's why we are doing the season finale. If you're watching on YouTube, you already see what we're doing. But if you're listening in your car, you see that I have my entire team here minus Coach Casey because he decided to go on vacation, which is super rude. So I have all the ladies in the HQ. And basically today we're gonna ask them all the questions that you guys actually submitted on my Instagram. But, um, more than anything, I want you guys to get to know them because I really think that I have the coolest team in the world and not only are they really good at their jobs, but we're really funny too. So would y'all agree? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah? yeah. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to kind of go around. I have like a few questions that I'm going to ask individuals, but then also some that I'm going to ask everybody. Some I know that you guys put in, um, were meant for me and meant for like certain individuals. So we're just kind of go back and forth. Um, more than anything, I want you guys to just get to know us because again, I just think that we're cool. You know? Right? Yeah. yeah. Do y'all think you're cool? A little. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> okay. So, we're going to dive right in. More than anything, I kind of want to go back a little bit and and kind of revisit how we built this team and, and how we got started. Casey sitting here, you guys watched her episode, I'm sure it was great. Um, but she was our first employee ever with Harperella's Hair Co and yeah she's the OG she was packing our orders out of um, the attic of the salon whenever we first opened Harper Ellis Hair Co um, and then we moved you we downgraded you from there to a closet and then <laughs> now they get to work in this beautiful huge warehouse um, that we we're just really proud of um and then after that who was my next one i guess i guess it was you after this Aubrey. Mm -hmm. um so Aubrey came along you guys she's been on a couple episodes now but she came along and we were just honestly i was praying on my knees for someone to help come in and and help with marketing and help with social media marketing specifically but since then she's kind of turned into our entire like marketing strategist so she basically does all of harperless haircuts marketing strategy and she's just really damn good at her job, and we just really appreciate her. And then after that was, were were you first? Or were you first? Okay, it was Lena then. Um, Lena, honestly she came on because I knew that she was really good at her job that she was coming from. Um, I knew how sad her boss had to be to lose (laughs) her because my gosh, she's just so great at her job. Um, And so whenever we got the opportunity to hire her, um, I basically handed over customer service of Harper's Hair code to Lena and if you guys know I've clearly got some major control problems and I sort of headlined the customer service by myself for several years and then um, when she came along I was like oh I know that you're the perfect person for this she's actually way better than me at customer service so when you guys brag about our customer service all the time it's because Lena here Um, you don't want me to respond to you (laughs) first of all I'm responding to you I will have like probably tons of typos they're always like please let me edit before you send I don't got time to put a comma a period and probably even correct my misspelled words so just translate if you please Um, but Linda here she's gonna send you a really great email that makes sense and it's probably very kind and so uh, we just appreciate her because we know that's such a hard job Uh, and then we have Autumn over here Autumn came along. We um, Her position was probably something that we interviewed the most for. Uh, she does all the copywriting within Harper Ellis Hair Co, which I could not think of a more difficult job. Um, you have to talk in my voice, you have to talk in Harper Ellis's voice, and she just does an incredible job at that. And with the help of Aubrey, I just feel like those two are just a powerhouse team. And then our newest employee here is Hattie, and she's actually, is this day like three for you? <laughs> five. <laughs> this is day five. day five for Hattie. Um poor Hattie. First of all like she started and then the second day I was like oh by the way we've got nine pallets of Harper's boxes showing up. We had to in the hundred thousand degree heat move all of them inside. I'm like normally this isn't your job but today it's everybody's job. We've got to get these boxes into our warehouse um, so that was like day two for her and then just a lot of nonsense and then day five I'm like hey why don't you be on our podcast but she's come on and um, Hattie's been doing photography for a long time and she actually has come on to help with our digital um, media and so we're really excited to have her. I'm excited to
1: be here. Now that you guys know
0: sort of the backstory there's clearly a lot more to it but this is how Harper Ellis runs our well old machine as I call it so let's dive into it I'm gonna ask everybody the questions that I have and you guys some of you have inserted. So we are gonna go down the line, who wants to start? Not everybody, wants. we're gonna start. start with Autumn. And I want everybody to tell, what's your favorite thing about working for, not just like, just Harbor Ellis as a whole in the company? Tell me.
1: So that's a really hard question because there's so many amazing things about working here. Um, obviously everyone's really cool and really funny, so that always is a plus. But honestly, it's probably the fact that you guys Want us to have a really good life outside of work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Mine.
2: Yeah. Man, that's a good one. Cause you're <laughs> right. That is a huge plus. I don't have a knife behind them, by the way. <laughs> you better say that we're no. cool. No. They take will take
1: care of us. And we appreciate that. And I think like she
2: said, I mean yeah.
1: it's similar to what Casey said in her podcast episode about having like us living our dream lives mm-hmm. outside of these walls. Mm-hmm. So I think my favorite
2: is the relationships I've been able to make with the stylist that I never would have met, you know, and now I've got all these friends all across the country just because of this amazing job.
0: Yeah. And I love that. There was someone, one of the stylists wished you a happy birthday on their yes. Instagram. Oh, and I saw that and I was yes. like, that is so cool. Yeah. Um, you know, we have an e-commerce business and so, you know, a lot of people think that we don't really come in contact with our customers. Oh, no. but. We try to do the opposite we try to like get to know our customers Mm -hmm. because our
3: customers are the reason why our world goes around so yeah what about you case i feel like a combination of all of the above like i said we talked about it on my podcast but everybody it's just like your family away from your family Mm -hmm. here so that's you know always enjoyable to come to work and then like i said meeting so many stylists everywhere like we made friends with yeah, people yeah. in various states whenever we have traveled and they came here so it's just really cool things yeah, yeah absolutely what
4: about you i think for me same <laughs> all of what they said but for me like this job obviously i love every single one of these women that i'm next to like best friends or my family but this job is something that i never thought i could have same and tara I'm not just saying this because she's sitting here, like why she's amazing boss is like, she kind of lets you design your dream role. Like she lets you kind of figure out what your passions are, what you're good at, the things that you enjoy, and like lets you expand that and really pours into it. And so I've, I've basically been able to just create the job of my dreams. Like I could not think of anything I'd rather be doing. and so that's my favorite thing. It's like every day I wake up and I'm like, oh my God, I get to do the coolest mm-hmm. job in the world with the best people in the world and the coolest industry in the world. And I love it.
1: Yeah, I, I
4: love agree. that.
0: Yeah. I love that and I, that's such a great detail. I mean, not just, I don't know where I adapted that or if I just, I'm a people pleaser at heart. I know some of you guys are like, what, you're a people pleaser? I really am. I just try to hide it. Um, <laughs> but you know, whenever I hire someone, I'm like, if, I, if they even say the words like, oh, I hate doing this, I've, I try to listen to that. And I know that mm-hmm. some of the bosses out there, they get like these egos of like, well, that's your job. I pay you to do it. You got to do it. And I get that not everybody's going to love every single detail of their job. But... You know, I know that there's been some things, you know, that I'm like, hey, can you help me with this? And she's like, this is my worst nightmare, actually. Um, And I listened to that because, like, what a terrible life would it be? And I do the same thing within my own roles. I'm like, if I hate doing it, I'm like, find somebody else that likes it because I don't. So just a little tip out there because I feel like that's been a, and I don't know where I picked it up at, but that's just been a successful thing with our business and all of our businesses. And like, don't stick somebody in a role they don't like. So there you
5: go.
0: What about you, Hattie. Day
6: five.
0: What do you think about <laughs> <laughs> Well,
5: yeah, I haven't been here for very long, but so far, um, I think I'm just enjoying like the environment inside this office. As far as like all of you guys have been so like warm and welcoming to me, and like y'all are treating me like you've known me for uh, like like, like ten years. Yeah, <laughs> like it just feels so natural to like be in here with you girls, and. Uh, I think this, like, what all you said, I agree with, mm-hmm. um, and more, is just being able to just, like, be creative and have fun with what you're doing, and it'll translate to the job, the work you do, Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: so. I'm gonna start with Patty. We you know, we really need an HR team, like desperately. We will never have one, so <laughs> we'd all lose our job I will make sure that legally. I'll make sure that legally. I say just under the threshold of like how many employees you have to have to have a HR team because we're not getting that. Um, but before she started, was it last Wednesday or something? Um, we like texted the group like, "All right, guys, keep in mind we've got a new person. Like, try to." Keep your real personalities under wraps because we're all a little unhinged here and probably not always appropriate and professional, but hey, it makes things fun. So yeah. <laughs> hope you enjoy that. <laughs> By day three, you're like, listen. I'm if I, if hopefully you're a little bit unhinged. She's like, I'm really not, but I enjoy listening to you guys. <laughs> I'm not, I'm like, don't don't let us corrupt you. So here we are. So anyway, and what about you, Kane? You're behind the camera. You've been here for two years
6: been big chilling i think
0: what do you like about us <laughs> we've
6: been having fun it's been a great two years we've done a lot we've traveled we've sure. had great food we've had great we, conversations we Yeah.
0: kane's behind the camera of course um he's been with our team for two years he's been um doing all our photography videography and funny story about kane is we took him on his first flight ever and where are we going? LA. LA. We were going to LA. Crazy
6: for yeah, I'm like, welcome to LA.
0: Um, and I will never forget we were at the airport and I think someone had prompted you to take off your shoes in
6: security. Oh, you know, I you know what I, the, the night
0: before I watched somebody go through a TSA on YouTube. I don't do it. I to do it right you watched now. somebody go through TSA on YouTube. Before we left and I you know what? I wanted to I respect I to your someone, preparation.
6: Yeah like I knew what I was doing and I 100% percent so. So, so
0: at the check counter Kane took off his shoes we were like buddy next step you'll take your shoes off you can put those back on here and, and you know so now but last year we took over like well I know I personally did but probably as a team we took over 30 flights and so we were like welcome to the flying club because he took over 30 flights and you realize where to take your shoes off at okay, so I I <laughs> <for faith>. yeah
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah so anyway <laughs> we love Kane too and then coach of course you guys know coach casey he's on vacation which is we're all bitter about it um so we'll probably just talk bad about him since he's not here so yeah that's <laughs> what we do anyways You're right <laughs> exactly he okay so i'm reading off my phone i've got um some the ones that you guys put in on instagram yesterday but someone asked advice for new stylists in the industry and where do you start um i guess i'll probably dig that one sorry i didn't realize that was gonna be the first one but um if you're a new stylist in the industry and you know you're kind of i think the number one thing is like get clear on what you actually want because there's so many different the one thing i love my actually favorite thing about this industry is there's no ceiling there's absolutely no ceiling you can do as much as you want to, you can do as less as you want to. Um, so figure out where you want to go. If you want to, you know, be, grow and, and make a lot of money, I advise go find someone that does that and go shadow them and go, you know, kind of risk that for a couple of years first um, before you just jump headfirst in and figure out what they're doing. Um, I myself was a assistant for almost two years, and it was at the time was the worst years of my life. But now looking back, I was like, thank God I did that because I probably wouldn't be where I'm today. So find a mentor, be an assistant, do the things you don't want to do first so that you can live the life you want to live later. So there's my advice. Okay, so someone asked, if HE did a European tour, where all would you want to go? We were just talking about this yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's start down the line. Tell me what, like, what's your favorite, I guess you could say country, but where would be your best place that you would plant a flag?
1: Either Italy or Greece, probably. think Rome could be pretty cool. Santorini well. could also be pretty awesome as well, so.
2: I wonder if
0: they wear extensions in Santorini. No. I don't
1: know
2: they should if they aren't <laughs> i was gonna say greece yeah. or rome i think either one of it's those it's
1: like party city in santorini yeah, so or mykonos that'd be fun
2: i feel like um
0: italians and greek people have a lot of hair anyway like so, beautiful you know shiny. They but they probably need hair.
3: more who doesn't the first stop for me would be london
0: yeah mm-hmm. same i'd say london too i actually have never been there only on a layover but i already know the uk's i'm all over that
4: I'm gonna say Amsterdam.
5: Ooh, yeah.
2: Ooh, good one.
5: Yeah. I'd probably say like somewhere in France, like Nice or Morocco, something like that. Yeah, somewhere like definitely. coastal a little bit.
0: Definitely. Um, one of our goals on the next, I don't know, I haven't put a timeline on this one, but we're definitely, we are already shipping to several different countries. Um, not as frequently as we'd like, but um, we're gonna be all over the place. Give us a few years. Who's the best dressed in the office? Like, I have an award for this one time. I'm sorry with you. (laughs) So far, I mean, day five. It's only been
5: a few days. But so far, I'd probably say Tara or Aubrey. Oh.
4: Shocker. They're like, just wait. Give it another day.
5: (laughs) So I was like, give me a few months, and, you know, I'll have to see, like, what the vibe is throughout the week. Definitely Tara for me. Yeah.
0: Definitely Tara for me. You're always styling. I'm just forced because I have to film a lot, so... If I didn't ever have to be in front of the camera, you guys know. <laughs> I'd be looking like Adam Sandler up in the office, okay? <laughs> no, that's
1: <is> me. <laughs> no. We do
0: call Casey Adam Sandler. <laughs> <Cool. No. laughs> um I would say, oh, that's hard. I don't know. I feel like Autumn, she's like every day it's like consistent.
4: You she she is, is, a is a consistent. Lot. Autumn's consistent. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's like uh, uh, some of us, you know, we're like dressed up or we like, homeless. There's no you know so but Autumn's like consistently across yeah, I've never she's never come in I'm like man girl you should crawl a out of bed <laughs> she's always looking good so thank
3: good you job. <laughs> um I would say Autumn definitely puts the most effort in the
0: dressing up <laughs> yeah um,
3: I wish I could say the same for myself but I had a Bass Pro Shop <laughs> hat on yesterday so <laughs> that's a <laughs> vibe yeah and then, uh Tara she's looking pretty bougie most of the time she likes in so. uh, even in your sporty
0: I know she's sporty that's true too. See, and I always feel like I don't, but it don't
2: matter. I just you know, I'd rather be homeless every
0: day for honest.
2: <laughs> I like Casey's style. Oh, I you. think you always look cute. Even when you're in like a I mean you graphic tee. You always have cute <laughs> tennis shoes on that go with it. Like Casey's
4: like shoe game is mm-hmm. really good. Cool. Yeah, it is. Right. Yeah it is. You got cool snakes.
2: Yeah, you do. So um, I'm in
4: even her like athletic wear is colorful. She's like the mm-hmm. only colorful person here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true. Everybody's <laughs> like the
5: white.
2: All... That <laughs> <can't... Stop>. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's going too much. You know,
1: we got there the angel over here in the mix yeah. of all that's, the demons. <laughs> <yeah. laughs> I definitely say you, Tara. Whether it's your like sporty style, your street style, or your like class fits, you're always on point. Yeah. So thanks, I appreciate that just
0: feel like I've not quite figured out my style yet, but I'm getting there. Um, let's see. Tell everybody what your first job ever was.
1: So my first job ever was working at my family's canvas print shop. I actually worked there for five years before I moved over to my next job. So my first job interview ever was with Harper-Ellis and I was so nervous. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you were saying our first job, like, assignment here. Oh, oh. (laughs) Why don't you go ahead and tell us that, though? (laughs) She thought I
0: was asking, like, the first job ever within our company. So go ahead and tell everybody what your first assignment. You Mm -hmm. walked in the door, I think, day two. And I was like, oh, by the way, Lena, I don't have time for this, I need you to do it.
2: Yeah, we were planning to go to Vegas for the International Beauty Show and I was in charge. Of everything, everything, everything. <laughs> getting that together, getting our booth built, classes scheduled, all the things. It was my worst nightmare.
4: <laughs> well, we had never done it before. She had No one to go. No, I had no. I had
2: nothing to go off of. Basically, I basically was um, like, "Let
0: me see what you're made up, girlfriend. Yeah. here you go. And Coach,
2: as we were walking into the airport, said, "Well, Lena, this is the time to see if you still have a job or not." <laughs>
1: I, I mean, was really, like, no
0: pressure. You guys mind you, like, just the show alone was probably like. A sixty thousand dollar production, just within like our setup and like getting our products there and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So it wasn't no,
2: wasn't no joke. <laughs> but my actual first job ever in life was like at a snow cone shack or something like that when That's I was cool. fifteen. I don't know. So uh, mine was at Steppy's Pizza. Mm. Yeah. Shout out. Yeah. That yeah. Shout out. Shout out. Yeah. <laughs> is some good
3: pizza. Yeah. Um, my first
0: job ever, I was a cashier at a golf course, and I like. Loved. I made good tips farting with those old men. So you know, got to do what you got to do. <laughs> I love
4: that. Um, I guess technically my first job was I was a tutor for these little kids who couldn't speak English. Oh yeah. Um, but like my Sorry. real job, I don't know. that didn't feel real. Yeah. But I mean, tell why. tell them why you, where you were, or why you were doing this. So I lived in China for like three years, from ages thirteen to sixteen. Oh, Christ, yes, and I, there is this family. And the mom was Chinese and the dad was Irish and they owned this Irish pub in China and I would go to their house a couple times a week and just like teach their little five-year-old girls English. Like I would print off little worksheets and <laughs> like Aww. I was sixteen <laughs> and I'd be like, well, this, this is what we're doing today. This um, is how you say shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I would have done. If oh that was my, god. my <laughs> god, that was my first job. But then I came to America. My first like real job was at the. Alma Aquatic Park and I was a Snack Shack girl Wow. Nice, I nice, nice. snow cones and cheese fries. Yeah. What about you Hattie? Um,
5: I did babysitting first but then like a real job was a uh, cashier at CV's, Yeah. the I grocery know. store. That's cute. It wasn't.
0: <laughs> Someone asked what's your advice, um, what's your best advice for a cosmetology student and how I can build my brand starting fresh out of school. So I'm gonna let you answer this. Wait, so one more time. So a cosmetology student fresh out of school or getting out of school, what can they do first things to build their brand?
4: Oh yeah. Start just posting, like don't overthink it. Be intentional about the content that you're putting out. Don't just post a post, but be consistent with it. And I think do some inner work and look ahead at what you want and create almost like a roadmap in your brand to get there. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. Um, like post for who you are now, but post for who you are not yet. I love that. Yeah. That's my and I feel like if
0: I, I was not asked to add to that, but I'm asking to add to that now. Um, <laughs> I feel like, don't forget, something we always talk about, your brand is, is you. Yes. And so, you know, as much as the, the fonts and the colors and all the things are really important, mm-hmm show up on social media this is me preaching to myself because this is what she said to me yesterday <laughs> <laughs> <Ding>. <laughs> so go like this hello guys yeah yeah you are your brand yes
4: great.
0: um i love this question because this is such a great topic in the industry we actually should make some content surrounding this but do you think keratin bond extensions are making a comeback in the hair industry mm. um i would like you guys that are in the warehouse you're you see like how often they're going out the door here Mm -hmm. so you guys tell us first what you think on you can start with you
2: i feel like we have definitely picked up on our bond sales for sure um i mean obviously it's not near what we do in the elites and hand tides but i mean it is definitely since i've been here what a little over a year it's definitely growing i think yeah
3: yeah, no, i agree i think that it's definitely picked up like she said it's nowhere near hand tied elite type um for your it more and more yeah, yeah it's definitely more and more orders that have them on there especially with people i think doing the hybrid methods yeah. and stuff too yeah. So. Yeah. i don't think they ever
0: went out first of all i mean i do think that we got in this craze of the the weft extensions whether it's the elites or just machine wefts or the hand tied wefts um but you know, keratin bonds have always been what they call the celebrity choice extensions because of very different reasons from, you know, hand tied or weft extensions. Hand tied or weft extensions need to be moved up every six weeks. They have to be maintained. Keratin bonds, you can sort of install them with the right maintenance. They don't have to be touched again for six months. And so people that, you know, like celebrities that may live in different countries or not see their stylist every six to eight weeks, that is a great choice for them. So. I don't feel like they ever phased out i feel like we just got this craze that sort of overshadowed them with the weft extensions but you know me personally as a stylist behind the chair would I ever do a, a full head of keratin bond install no probably not um, because we have such a great method with the rails concealed bead method and that can sort of um, do the meat of your installs per se I know lack of better words but um, like she said we love the hybrid methods meaning mixing those keratin bonds in with the weft extensions, so that you can kind of fill in those pieces that wefts can't go so there's my spill nice on that. So I think if you aren't certified or haven't taken the Harperella keratin bond class, you need to. It's really just a how-to, um, it's not a certification because we didn't make up the method of, of installing keratin bonds, but really show you and break down, you know, how to install them and how to really master those, you know, hybrid methods. So definitely a tool every hairdresser needs in their, under their belt. This is really funny because I feel like this has to do with the conversation you and I had yesterday but i want to kind of go down and i know Hattie, this might be a harder answer for you but that's okay um what is your favorite thing about harper ellis clients being the stylists that do business with harper ellis hair co what's your favorite thing because it's it's almost like a it's a it's a very specific group of people and we love these people so much of course but you know there's something special about them what's your favorite thing about them
1: so i feel like they they kind of mirror of the culture we have here where we always like are hyping each other up. Mm-hmm. So I have stylists that I follow and they follow me on Instagram and like one of them is Jasmine. She was at our September class. Anytime I post a story like she always tells me you know your hair looks good or like you're doing great at this. So like any of them that I've ever interacted with they're always so positive and they always are hyping each other up.
2: Yeah mm-hmm. definitely. That's that actually what I was gonna say <laughs> because I feel like we do we've built like a family and I know we say that a lot and it sounds cliche or whatever but we really are and so you know we've all got those that follow us back and they hype us up they tell us happy birthday and things like that and which I get to communicate with them through email mostly if they're reaching out for customer support which I love I love my job Um, but we're just we're family and that's probably my favorite part watching mm-hmm. them grow to a stylist like seeing them come and get certified and then come to master class and then Im- implement what we teach them and how it changes their business I mean one girl in our hangout group said she had like a crazy like eight thousand dollar week just because she bought a bulk order yeah. and so to see them reach certain goals and stuff like that is always fun too yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah. I mean, I agree with like the
3: family type thing I feel like the ones that have come in it's like we become friends with them like they want to mm-hmm. be friends with us we want to be friends with them and then also uh, the different classes and stuff I just love to see what everybody wears
1: when they get <laughs> yes. they, like
3: have the cutest outfits and style I feel yeah. like it's and it kind of changes the each class or what area that we're in but they always have pretty cool style yeah, so yeah definitely
0: um My favorite thing, because I've been thinking about this for days, um, my favorite thing about, I feel like the people that come to Harper Ellis are, like, tired of the fluff, Mm. and so you guys know especially, but those are, like, my kind of people, uh, Tara don't have time for bullshit, and so I love those type of stylists, like, they're literally, they come to us to make more money or learn how to make more money, Mm -hmm. um, I think that coach says this well he's like you know there's something that's different about harper ellis is we just don't have to stick up our butt like we see a lot within the industry i'm not trying to call anyone out but it's just the fact of the matter but i feel like the people that come here are they mirror that personality like they they're just here to learn and they're just here to sort of learn from each other and grow and that's kind of all we're about
4: so yeah my answer is similar to yours i feel like harper ellis stylists are hungry like Mm -hmm. anything that we have to give them they're like yes like let's hear it let's talk about it they are not complacent which I love because it keeps us motivated Um, I feel like there's this like push and pull with our stylist of like we're always wanting to give them more and they're always wanting to hear what we have to say and sometimes it'll even be like after a class or we'll get a message and it's like okay so what's next I'm ready for the next thing like what can we do and we're like damn like you're keeping us on our yeah. toes and i love like i love it yeah mm-hmm. definitely
0: so far what's your favorite thing <laughs> yeah i don't it, think I, of, I
5: haven't met any of them yeah i haven't
0: interacted no, them day whole. five she has not been able to experience a class yet yeah. um so we'll get that answer from you later
4: how about that Let's circle back circle what back. about you
0: kane what's your you've met thousands of people that do mm-hmm. business with harper Ellis. so what's your favorite thing about i love to hear this from outside
6: Perspective for me. Um, I love how ready everybody is to immediately get to work. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's really cool Like everybody comes everybody is listening. Everybody is Paying attention. I think that's the biggest part is like the first couple classes. I went to like You would probably see one person on their phone like during the whole class yeah. And then just everybody is so focused and ready to pay attention and, and learn and, yeah. and then it seems like because most times, like they'll follow me on social media, and then like I get to see kind of what they have going on too. And it seems like they're just already getting started. As soon as they go back home as stylists, like they're doing all the things that you taught them, and they're just even like little things like posting more. Like I notice they post more, they post better pictures, they talk more on social media. The growth. So it's just they're taking. Yeah, it's the growth immediately is what you notice. Like they're they're doing everything that you told them to do basically so thanks for that cool. Kane
0: who is more OCD inside the office
1: you obviously <laughs> Me? yeah <laughs> me yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I, I think I keep my tendencies under wrap I
0: think
2: the I don't know I mean me and Casey both have certain little tics that yeah. we're OCD about and luckily they're I think the same. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't do anything that annoys <laughs> you to death, <laughs> but um, you know, we both have our yeah. things that we're OCD about. Probably because it has to do with the warehouse or packing orders or like how we need things. You know. Yeah. Done. Definitely. Like our system. But you, guys I feel like I'm pretty
3: high up there on the OCD <laughs> here, but I think you are. But it just not constantly yeah here. like it just depends on what's going on yeah in the, end of the day
0: y'all you guys know when my to-do list is shortened because then that's when I start walking around a bit like what is going on in here <laughs> <laughs> um I would say probably Casey I feel like you know from day one Casey's kept you know everything in stock here and and just kind of kept the overall function of the salon so or the salon whatever this place is the warehouse the <laughs> HQ um so I feel like probably
4: Casey yeah. Yeah, I would say Casey's the most organized, and so it's like if if it's out of place, she'll immediately be like, I'll like, fix it, <laughs> but Tara will randomly, like a couple of days a month, will just like wake up and be like,
0: everything. <laughs> <laughs> everything has to go. And she'll
4: walk into HQ and be like, we're cleaning in this <laughs> <laughs> like, I love you, it. but He's you can so do that. <laughs> And like you'll yeah. walk into her office and she's like <laughs> gonna, it. I has not been cleaned in a month but today is <laughs> yeah. the day. That it is. Yeah don't <laughs> look, look at it right now here. there's some
0: things yeah.
4: in there. So it j- Casey's the most consistent but Tara is like level 10 when it hits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, please don't fire me. <laughs> yeah.
0: so
5: yeah. uh, something funny my I think my second day here I didn't have a desk I don't really have like an office yet And so I was kind of just like looking for, you know, something to do, something to help out. And you made me come in here. or You didn't make me, I came in here and you said, if you could clean this room up, that would make my life 10 times better. (laughs) And it really wasn't messy, but you were just like, it needs to all be, like out of sight. Yes, this place that's it. so I can live my life. <laughs> so I can live my life. you like, I just, I can function better if this is clean. I stare yes. at it a lot out this window, yeah. so I'm like,
0: God, there's a bunch of shit in that room. I gotta yes. get cleaned up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is really for you. Why, as a stylist or entrepreneur, just in general, why
4: is it good to rebrand over and over again? Oh, yeah. Because people, like, we're all constantly growing. You should be constantly growing. And so, your brand that you have one year, two years down the line, like that might not identify like resonate with who you are, your style, your interests, your, the personality that you like grown into. You just need to stay consistent. And like we've mentioned a thousand times on this podcast, last podcast, it's, it's not just like changing your colors, changing your fonts, like in all reality, that is the smallest part of your brand. Your brand is just the consistency of who you are. And so, i think constantly just kind of like checking in and making sure you are being true to yourself if you're doing that you won't even have to like quote unquote rebrand all the time because it'll just be like an evolution yeah Mm -hmm. and it'll feel like natural like it won't be like your instagram store your followers are going to be like oh wow like i blinked and now tara has an entirely new persona it's more like oh my god look at this throwback from two years ago, I didn't even realize the change that she's had. Yeah. Like the, it's like that growth, mm-hmm. that consistency. Yeah.
0: I feel like, you know, again, kind of what I said earlier, you are your brand. And so lately I've been asking myself and, and, you know, I understand that I have an established brand and all the things, but I'm like, what, why am I different? I'm expecting to talk to my customers and expecting them to go and do business with me versus uh, someone else. So I've been asking myself, why would they, mm-hmm. you know, what yes. value can I add to their life or to them? Why would they come to me or to Harper Ellis versus anyone else? And so I think that kind of coincides with your brand because your brand is you and who you are. And so I feel like more ever, more than ever, you know, Harper Ellis and myself are just kind of evolving because we're answering that question. We're like, you know, we're gonna, we're going to give you blatantly the reason why you should do business with us versus... Anyone else?
4: Yeah, it's those like niching down mm-hmm. questions that you can ask yourself, and I think that's also why it's important to consistently like revisit your goals, and why it's important to have really small goals within your business, but also large ones. Yeah. Because you can't just like wait for your big goals to be checked off. Like the growth happens in the small ones, and that translates in your brand as right. well.
0: Absolutely. I think too, you know, I think a lot of people mess up because they they try to fit in. I think that I will say that if I could go back when Harrellis were four years old, four and a half, something like that, um, if I could, I, I didn't realize I was, but I was more so trying to fit in with all these other pop-up extension companies. And I wish that I would have just, from the get-go, put my blinders on and been like, no, this is who I am, this is, and I would have stood out even more than what we do now. Yes. And so. You know, don't
4: try to fit in. Right. We were talking about that yesterday actually, like I feel like the brand that Harper Ellis was built on is beautiful and it had a reason, but it was also to appeal to everyone and we're not for everyone. Mm-hmm. And we're I think we're finally established enough to admit that. Like we're confident enough in ourselves we don't wanna be for everyone. Right. We're for our people. Yeah. And whenever you can establish your personal brand in that way, that's when you'll just like thrive and the noise will be gone and you'll be confident in what you're doing. Definitely. I think that's, you know, for major lack of better words, but I am
0: who I am. Um, it's really ballsy to like niche down. Yeah. It's like, you know, it's hard to do and it's really, it, it's kind of got to come from your gut and you kind of got to decide like, who do I want to do business with? And that is where I feel like a lot of people go wrong. Yeah. And so that really should mirror what brand you are. And so, just do some soul searching
1: mm-hmm. there you go
0: next question is what does each person feel like is next for Harper Ellis Hair Co and so here's a cool here's the backstory on that I they of course know we have like lots of group conversations about what's next you know we're very talking about the future all the time and talking about our goals but what do you, what do you feel like is next for Harper Ellis Hair Co
1: I I feel like we have so many different things that we're currently working on and that's just kind of the tip of the iceberg. We have so many more levels like working on, we already shipped to Canada and Australia, but kind of expanding overseas more um, and then also just kind of really expanding on our education and leveling up our education uh, to like really not necessarily like, niche down but give like more like consistent education, like yeah. not just you come here and that's it, bye, thanks for your money. Like really honing in on like that mentorship and everything that we do after you leave our class. Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> for me and Casey, we would like
2: to ship more places. So hopefully that's gonna happen soon. And yeah, I mean ed- education is like, I feel like our bread and butter because Y'all are so bomb at it. And everybody loves coming to our classes because we're so fun, um, but yeah. And humble. Definitely, and <laughs> humble. And uh, yeah, more education, more in-depth education, maybe some different types of certifications or something.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel like, like you were saying, well we want to anyway is ship to more places we ship to almost every state in the united states i see it being all of the states and then more even places. states that i didn't know there were people in i mean we should <laughs> montana
4: to, is There people there alaska, yeah. I alaska. alaska. I mean, wow.
3: and so i foresee more volume going out more packages to where we might eventually have to have another person just packing packages we'll see yeah. and maybe mm. some new products some new mm. a new tour maybe i don't know
2: yeah. yeah. Wait. Maybe. What? what? <laughs> PTSD? Therapy? Can
4: we get some? How oh, dare you say that, Case?
0: <laughs> I guess from the CEO's standpoint, I mean, I've kind of been really getting clear on like the why. And so, you know, my goal is by 2028 that we are a $100 million business. And I do know that we will get there. And so, you know, but it's not about the dollars. So I am wanting to really just expand who gets our message and who gets the value that we have. Um, I think the bones of Harborless Hair Cows because, you know, I did stand behind the chair for 10, 12 years and really just dig in to figure out the blood, sweat and tears of how to make a great living and my dream life behind the chair. And so um, past that, then we built this team that are the marketing experts and the branding experts and the people that know how to run businesses. And so we're gonna show other people how to do what we're doing. And so that's how we're gonna be a hundred million dollar business by 2028. Yes, I put it on video now. So Uh do you. Manifesting,
4: working four days a week. Yeah, working four days a week. (laughs) Hell yeah. Yeah. I love that. I feel like my answer is going to sound so lame following that, but it's okay. I'm really like a rebrand. Like that is giving me so much life because we do have a little baby rebrand coming up. Is it a baby though? No, it's a but big it's one. full-blown like adult. I, didn't, I don't want to say that. Like that for me, I think I'm excited for that because I think we are going to like literally magnetize our dream like stylists, the ones that we already have, but like tenfold, like we'll have all of them. They're all ours now. Um, So I'm really excited about how that's going to not only attract more people, but also inspire us like from within. Mm -hmm. Like, oh my God, I already just like working on these little projects, I, my brain has just been like refreshed. So that's huge for me. This is like small compared to everything else, but like new. Products being sprinkled in. like I don't know why I'm so excited about it, but all the sprinkled are like a damn meteor, <laughs> like a nuclear bomb. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited about it, but I'm I, I'm a material girl. I love stuff, so <laughs> um, so I'm really excited for that and how that is going to be like an entire new business for us yeah. in a way. Like that needs some new employees. So let's just say that. Are we hiring? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not. Not yet. Not yet. We don't no, have we.
0: anywhere to put anybody. Yeah. Yet. <laughs> yeah. We have to have um, a bigger office yeah. if we're doing that. Day five. Day tell five. us what's yeah. next, Tell honey. us what's next for our <laughs> haircut. Okay. I
5: think I'm excited for, like, kind of what you were saying, because I'm kind of, like, working alongside you and Autumn um, a lot. And so, like, for the rebrand, yes. I think that's
0: that's yeah. what's next. I think that's going to be... Big, a big thing,
1: you for, yeah. sure.
0: You for sure, for yeah. sure. And just anyone listening, it's kind of like, what is going on down there? I do feel like there's sort of a earthquake inside this building. And every day when I walk in here, I'm like, things are just shaking, and they haven't stopped yet. And I love that. And you know, I go through seasons. You know, I call them like gap seasons, and I know that other entrepreneurs can really relate to this. It's like where those seasons where it's your planning season, you know, and like not, things aren't really active, but things are active in here. And so now I feel like what's been going on in here is actually starting to come to life. And um, I'm really excited about that. But with that, you know, yes, Harbor Ellis has this huge rebrand that's coming. And I think that with this rebrand, we will be able to, it's not just, yeah, there's some new visual things that are going to come to life that you're going to be like, oh, that's cool. Um, But past that is gonna there's gonna be a lot of guts behind this rebrand and a lot of Mm -hmm. like who are we talking to? And and again, just like who who is our customer and and who wants to do business with Harp Hair Co? Um, So everyone's welcome. However, you know, it's gonna be sort of a Heart thing I will say. Yeah, it's from the heart. So yeah, ooh What is going to be next for the next season of the CEO diaries? So Tell us. No. (laughs) (laughs) I want everybody else to tell me what you want to be next.
1: Mm. (sighs) I'd like to see um, one, Kirsten, back on the podcast because her story is so inspiring, but she's also so inspiring. So maybe more of like the stylists and hearing from them, Kirsten, Creighton, uh, would be cool next season. Cool.
2: I would like to maybe see some of our certified stylists. Maybe I don't know how they would get here, maybe do a, a some kind of meeting with them just to kinda of hear their side of the Harper Alexa experience for them yeah. and how they've grown since they've been certified or since they've come to master class or you know, whatever salon owners retreat and just mm-hmm. maybe hear their side of it. I love that.
3: Um, I think that there's some things that will be going on in here within the next six months or so and I would like to have a podcast can't say anything with some of the
0: (coughs) the changes
3: that have happened how things Mm -hmm. are flowing and going then flowing and going (laughs)
0: oh um (laughs) man you know I was actually thinking about this this morning because I was like season finale okay what's next I've been thinking about it for a while but I don't know I think that as much as this season was about getting to know you know me a little bit more getting to know my team a little bit more I think I want to still go with that (laughs) I think that there's still so much that hasn't been uncovered and I think that there's a lot um, there and kind of you know piggybacking off what you said there's so much coming but I feel like this podcast is for educating and and of course you guys to get to know us more but we want to hopefully help you guys that are having these struggles with entrepreneurship and and kind of get past that because something I was listening to a podcast this morning myself and someone else's and I was like they said entrepreneurship and success is about like waking up every day and decided to just get the shit beat out of you and I'm like wow that is so true <laughs> Um, so that's kind of why we do these that's why we do our classes because we understand that you guys it's hard this is success is not easy and so um that's what it's for i hope that on your way to work you're listening to stuff like this and you're like wow I, I got this this is great i'm gonna i'm gonna wake up and i'm gonna decide to tackle this
4: success life so we're gonna expand on that i think for me it's like two things i love whenever you open up about like your personal struggles like whenever you shot like shared about your therapy that was so important to me because even for me, like I listened to the podcast, cause you know, editing and whatever. I'm like, that's my boss and she's still struggling with the same thing that I am. And I think that's such an important, not only as like women, but as women who you know are hustling hard, mm-hmm. that is so important to talk about not being strong all the time and having those low seasons and like what you do to get out of it. So I would love for you to talk more about that also because it's like secondary free therapy. I can go to therapy every day if I could, you know. (laughs) So it's like that. And then the other thing I would love is if you interviewed some people that you looked up to and they imparted like their knowledge on you. And I think it'd be interesting for people to see who outside of the beauty industry that you admire and you like you know study and you learn from mm-hmm. so that would be my dream whether it be next season or the season after i think that'd be dope some of those people yeah. i'm gonna have to like hustle to get I know. out on this podcast i know We can do it best you you
0: game based it. on you can do it <laughs> what about you <laughs>
5: um i think maybe like adding sprinkling in you know obviously like your main thing is like education and the business side of things but maybe like Adding in a few like fun things, like like games on the podcast, I like with that. the maybe like with the people, you could have like a serious moment and then like end it with like a fun, lighthearted I game. Like, like that, maybe, that's cute. Maybe that's like cute. some the podcast game. very in just some funny like you know funny content as well as like the serious business side of yeah. it. Mm-hmm. I love that. That's really cute.
0: <laughs> okay, so Harrellis in the next year we'll probably need at least three to four more employees. Going down the line, what four employees and roles do you think Carparellis will need? Four. This is a great four. This is market four. research for myself.
1: Okay. Four. Uh, well like Casey said earlier another person probably full-time packing orders. Um, and then I don't know about I guess maybe an Possibly a second person helping Lena with customer service, especially if we branch out into more, you know, products and product lines. Um, and then maybe possibly a second person for Hattie for everything that she'll be doing. And a fourth one, <laughs> I'm not sure. You don't have to have all four. Okay, yeah, I, uh, I don't yeah. have a fourth one. Right, um,
2: yeah, we, we will probably need somebody else in the warehouse eventually um i don't know if i trust anyone to do customer service just quite yet <laughs> don't be crazy i'm honestly. like i'm like <laughs> when it comes to stuff like that um but maybe that might that might happen one day um man i really don't i mean maybe a chef and <laughs> <still the> chef. <laughs> yeah, no it's um crazy over here <laughs> i really I mean, I'm sure we'll need help packing stuff if we do products, like she said. Yep. So. Yeah. I agree
3: with both of you guys. Like, I feel like we're gonna end up having a lot more volume that we just can't take care of mm-hmm. all the time on, on our own and have time to get anything else done. And then I'm sure, like I said, an assistant for video, photography, all that, all the things. And um, I would say a janitor. Yes. Yeah, that's a good
0: one. Yes. Wants to plant that seed. Plant that seed. Oh, I actually know the four. Um, So number one will be secondary to Aubrey. We definitely will need another marketing strategist to help her um, sort of be able to market all these new things that we have bringing on because there's no way. Um, So that would be first probably. Second, um, we would like an in-house financial bookkeeper Um, that is, I, this year my goal as a CEO was to get all of my finances, personal and business just in like fine tune it. And so we are finally there. So I need someone to come in and continue that for me. The third one will definitely be someone in the warehouse, um, sort of helping them kind of headline that because I do feel like customer service is going to vamp up like 20 times. And then I just feel like, you know, past that there's going to be so many other products that it's not it's too much for two mm-hmm. people and then number four i do feel like we will need probably someone alongside you know sort of copywriting everything that we do mm-hmm. i just feel like that's going to be a hard one to continue to do on your own all the time because yeah. there's going to be a lot of different voices and a lot of different things that we've got to tell the world so We <laughs> would actually have a fifth one um, I would love someone full-time to do a uh, PR for, it's a new one for me. I feel like there's a lot of need for very strategic PR for a, for a business and company. And so that's gonna be, so maybe there's
4: five, I don't know. So yeah. How do I go after you said the right answer? <laughs> yeah. For me, <laughs> I think obviously like warehouse, like that makes so much sense, especially if we are introducing more Um, because in turn, customer service is gonna be amped up. I think, uh, like for Autumn, like having someone to help her with copywriting because like shifting voices is really hard. And so I I think like my dream would be each brand kind of has their own like marketing director, you know what I mean? Um, Like that would be life changing, I think. Um, Even though it's the wrong answer, really. <laughs> I think Dara needs a personal assistant <laughs> that she can just like hand all of her stuff to. I agree. Um, just because it's hard to keep things done, and like selfishly, I need her for content creation, and like I need her brain to do what I want it to do. And so, if she could have someone that could do all of her like little admin and like flights and like personal stuff. Yeah. yeah. Like just, yeah. she needs that. And then what yeah, yeah. did I've said three? Mm, I think a janitor would be nice. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: <coughs> We're trying to take a note of the trash. I'm
5: going to be out there. I'm just going to say <laughs> some crazy <laughs> stuff. Okay. I, <laughs> I think a personal chef. Okay. I think we need a gym.
2: <laughs> I tried that personal training. that? This actually
5: was the general point. <laughs> okay, uh, I'm just joking.
2: <laughs> lasted two days, if you must know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I yeah.
5: did it one time. Yeah. Sauna, um, just kidding. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> I like that.
0: <laughs> um, okay, I feel like one thing about this episode is um, entrepreneurs will listen to this and they will sort of take some tools that we've used to build a team and I want you guys to tell them and don't tell them because I'm sitting here. You guys all, every single person sitting here comes in and gives me 100% every day. Like even on the bad days, even on, you know, even on the days that they're probably not feeling it, it's always 100%. So tell me why, like, why would you even do that? Because I myself have worked in jobs that I'm like, fuck this, I'm out. I'm not, I'm not doing this today. So what makes you guys want to do that?
1: Well, I've kind of said this to you before, but Tara is such a genuine person that she like inspires people to want to work hard for her Mm -hmm. because she's trying to grow and she wants to help us grow too. And so it's like that genuine quality that you bring that makes us want to give you our 100% every day. Mm
2: -hmm. I agree. And like you said earlier, like she wants to take care of us outside of work. And so I think in return. We want to take care of her because Mm. this is her baby and this is her, you know, this is your life. So, I think that makes us, you know, give the 100%. There has not been a day that I have been like, oh, I do not want to go to work today. Like, never. (laughs) And I'm not just saying that. Like, I genuinely look forward to coming to work every day, even when I'm tired or, You know, have had a bad week or whatever. You know, I still just cannot wait to come to work, and probably because y'all are like family and
1: yeah,
2: makes it easy For so. sure. And I'm gonna cry, so here we go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and Tara's always tell, tell me <laughs> go home, Bottom. <Autumn>, get alive. <laughs> <laughs> this is our life. Get alive, Bottom. <laughs> <our live. laughs>
0: <Get alive, Autumn. laughs> I'm
1: here. She says it to me like every Friday. <laughs> it's Friday.
0: Get the hell out. Right.
3: Um, I would say like a combination of things one like I enjoy the job so like I want to come do a good job I want to be here I want to work hard I want to see it succeed Um, Two, like you know you're not only my boss but one of my besties so in my mind I don't want to come to work and disappoint my friend like Mm -hmm. it's just a lot of people don't think that way what (laughs) it's in my head constantly and then third which is not the most but you all know I'm a little competitive, so I feel like I'm very sober in the work. So I just
4: yeah. Must the be needs. the best <laughs> And you are. Yeah. I love that. Um, I'll go after. Okay. Um, I think it's like everything, I've said this every answer, I'm like everything <laughs> they said, like it's true, you do such a good job like pouring back into your employees mm-hmm. that it's like why would i not want to give you the best whenever you always like give it right back to us Mm -hmm. it's that mutual respect and i think a side note to that is you even so like everyone makes mistakes even whenever i'm giving a hundred percent if i think i'm doing my best like i've definitely screwed up before and you do not punish people for that you don't make Mm -hmm. people feel bad about it you don't make people feel ashamed like you, you don't get in trouble for messing up here. And that that is such, it creates such a safe workspace and environment. And so I'm not scared to give 100%. I'm never like holding back on myself because I'm, I'm unsure. Even if I'm not sure, I'll be like, Tara, I'm not sure if this is going to work, but I think it might. So let's just like freaking go. And she's like, let's do it. So I think you've created that safe space to be able to give 100%. Cool. I love that. Cool. Mm-hmm. I love that. That was such a good answer. Day five? Y'all gave all good answers. I
5: would agree with everything. Um, But, I mean, so far, I would say, like you said, a safe space. Like, I feel comfortable in here. Like, I feel like I could, you know, give my ideas, and they're not going to be, like, shut down behind my back or, you know what I mean? Like, I just feel like I am kind of, like, it's a bit of, like, creative freedom here Mm -hmm. Um, and just, like, being yourself, like, feeling like you can just, like, be yourself and like,
0: obviously do a good job. And yeah, Yeah. I love that. I enjoy it. Um, I'll sort of end it with a few things that, you know, this could honestly be a whole episode on its own, but um, you know, some of you guys are out there that don't have that team that, you know, wants the team. Just keep in mind, you guys, as you saw at the beginning of this episode, I didn't get all these people at one time, you know? And it was like over a course of years, you know, Casey started with uh, my first business, which was the salon. And she managed that for a while. And then, you know, it just kind of grew into, when Harper Ellis developed, it grew into what, you know, she's operations director director with Harper Ellis now. And so, you know, from the get go, I couldn't, Harper Ellis Hair Co. couldn't afford to pay Casey. And so, you know, it, we were double dipping a little bit. You know, my first business was paying her paycheck when, you know, and maybe this business was paying a little bit of it or something. and so here's the thing, you're not always going to financially be able to be like, oh, boom, here's your salary or your livable salary at that. These days, that's a whole nother definition than it was even four years ago. And so, you know, figure it out. There are ways to figure it out, but you just have to sit down, you have to think about it and you have to, you know, and and here's the thing. As we grow, moving on, I don't add more roles and more salaries to our, um, you know, to our company before we do something to make more money. And so, I've got some people, you know, especially like in my other business, the salon, they're like, I want to work for Harper Ellis Hair Co. I want to be, you know, on salary. I've, people say that a lot and thankfully, but you know, I'm like, hey, you bring me something to help produce more revenue inside the business. And then yes, absolutely. You will have a position then. And so I feel like, you know, mutually everybody sort of, you know, is always thinking like, how can I make the business more money even within my role? And sometimes that's hard. You know, I, I know that, you know, marketing is an easy one. You know, like sometimes we see that instant gratification from marketing. It's like, I'm going to do this and we're going to bring in more sales. And so that's, that's an easy one. But you guys, the people behind the scenes are what's actually the meat of your company and helping you produce more revenue. I mean, we could never produce more revenue if these guys weren't on the forefront of, you know, customer service and responding to people quickly or getting their packages out quickly or copywriting to make sure that, you know, we are projecting exactly what we want to say to the world or, you know, creating the content and, and stuff like that. And so it's not going to happen overnight. You know rome was not built in a day and so this definitely wasn't and i have failed miserably before i have i've hired people one time i had an assistant and you remember this girl no one else i don't think has experienced this but i had an assistant once and i, I she interviewed so well and i was like this girl's gonna be awesome she was like a, a sort of a personal assistant she was i don't know what she was supposed to be doing but it was a miserably it was a it was a fail big time and and i will take actually blame for that because my maturity as a CEO at that moment was not in a place that I could guide this person to success of doing their job. It wasn't necessarily her fault. I'm sure what she's doing in life now is incredibly successful. But at that time, I was not ready to be able to give someone guidance because I didn't even know what role she needed to have. And so, you know, a lot of times you will fail when it comes to building a team. And, but I feel like those failures is what creates this. And so um, I could talk about, I could have a whole episode over failures, but. Um, you know, kind of reverting back to what I said earlier, you don't expect to hire for a role and that to be their role. You know, hire for a role, that's what you think that you need, but trust the process when someone comes in and goes, I like doing this, I don't like doing this, I'm good at this, I'm not, I'm not good at this and create that environment that makes people comfortable enough to go, I am not good at that or I am good at that because people know what they're good and what they're not good at. So it's just sometimes scary to say. Um, but more than anything, I appreciate you guys all. They're also stressed out about this episode. They're like, this is your first podcast, your first podcast, and your first podcast. These two have been on this season with me. Um, so if you haven't watched those episodes, go back and do that. But more than anything, I just appreciate my team because I absolutely, I know that I'm the face of this company. I say that all the time, but I absolutely would not be here if it wasn't for these guys. They pick up the slack, they they do the work. Um, And so, you know, I just have this fluffy job of getting to be in front of the camera all the time and really and truly these guys are the backbone of Harbrillas Hair Co. And so, um, if you don't think that way as an owner or as a CEO, then start thinking that way or you'll never have a team and you'll never get past that threshold where you want to be at. So, more than anything, thank you guys and thanks for being here and I hope you enjoyed the entire season. I hope you got to know me and us a little bit better. And we will be back. We'll be back very soon. And message me on Instagram and tell me what you want to see next season. So thank you guys for watching and listening to this entire episode. And we will see you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.